remember me chatting to this woman before on the show. She's uh, local to us in Clare and she's back in the studio now. Mind coach and hypnotherapist and public speaker Siobhan Mongovan, who's released her second book recently, I Smile Back, The Story Nobody Knows. In Siobhan's first book, Me and My Backbone, she wrote about life with spina bifida from a medical point of view, but this latest book views her disabilities from more of a holistic point of view. It's described as not only a personal journey, but also a challenge to the way people with disabilities are often portrayed, especially on social media. And Siobhan, you're very welcome. Good morning to you. Um, so th- this this is a different approach, isn't it, in your your second book? Yes, like you said, the first book, um, I suppose it takes you through um, living with the spina bifida in rural Ireland. And in the first book, I detail very much about my medical side of things and uh, my relationship with my family and, and especially with my mum because um, the book, the first book is dedicated to my mum uh, because she is my backbone. Um, but I guess with the second book, it's more of a mature version of a looking at the world. And we, we look at some topics and subjects that are somewhat not spoken about in the disability community, let alone in a mainstream society. Um, so I would say this new book is is a celebration of life. Um, it is also kind of like you said, it's a challenge how uh, mainstream society sees people with disabilities and um, how they are portrayed in um, the media, in, in life itself. And have you seen any shift in how people with disabilities are viewed and treated? Um, it, it, it is an improvement and I'm, I'm over, I'm always an optimistic person and there's always going to be room for improvement. I guess people with disabilities are seen sometimes to be either heroes and people that are inspirational, which is wonderful. Um, but they're also people to not to be seen or heard and just to be kind of in the corner and not to achieve anything in life. So, they're polar opposites, so is it, is it like double standards? I'm not quite sure. Mm. And you say that in the second book, you talk about things that even within the disability community, people yeah. are reluctant to touch on, such as? Um, I guess the areas of, of relationships and, and sexuality, it's not... They're taboo subjects as best of times to speak about. And we speak about in the new book as well. I speak about body confidence. And I guess I am coming from the perspective of having a disfigurement. And speaking about disfigurement, it is uncomfortable. There, there is no denying that. It is uncomfortable. But um, it is something that I believe needs to be spoken about because, <coughs> excuse me, um, um, because beauty is in everybody, whether you have a disfigurement or not. And that's one thing I want to kind of portray in the message in the book, that beauty is on the inside and not externally. Because I do believe in society today, whether it's a mainstream or the disability community, we do very much focus on our external shell. But that is all it is. It's our external shell. But I suppose what people don't understand is our external shell is what protects our insides and our insides are what is the most important part of us. Yeah. And and your latest book, I Smile Back, the story nobody knows. And (laughs) again, even the title, I think, uh, gives people a a strong sense of what it's like. Uh, But uh, have you had a reaction, for example, from people within the disability community to to it and, and to your willingness to broach subjects that a lot of people are reluctant to? I guess it's um it's it's 
it is a brave and courageous thing to do to come out and speak about these topics. Like I said, they're they're not the easiest topics to speak about, but I want to give a voice to those people that want to speak about the topics but are a bit maybe apprehensive or are nervous about doing so. Um I want to give a voice to those to those people by putting my story out there and in fact telling the story of many others like this book is not just a story about me it's about a story of any disabled woman living in society today like I'm I'm very aware that a lot of people when they read this book will be able to relate to it in many forms. Yeah we're chatting to Siobhan Mungavan this morning I suppose we're so appearance-driven, aren't we, as an overall society? Maybe we always have been, but it feels like it's even more intense now than it ever was before. That is very much so, and I do think um, social media has a a big role to play in that, and don't get me wrong, I'm an advocate for social media. I love all social media channels, but sometimes social media is not utilised for for the right reasons, um, and that's what... I'm trying to get across, like on social media, you'll see everybody is posting about the best parts of their life and everything is wonderful. But nobody really knows what's going on behind closed doors. Nobody knows what's going on inside anybody's head. Um, so for me, I probably would rel- uh, relate a lot better to um, content where somebody may say like, you know, life isn't great at the moment, but I, but I will get through it. So that optimism that you will get through it, but... I'm a realist at the end of the day. Life is ups and downs and, you know, it is mm-hmm. a roller coaster at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and of course, I mean, on social media, often people are putting, well, either the best version of themselves out mm-hmm. or, frankly, with filters and everything else, a false yes. version of what they really look like. That's very true. And don't get me wrong, like, I am a fan of the L filter every now and again. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not completely mm-hmm. down on them, but, like... Um, I, I guess the showing your real authentic self has kind of been lost with social media. Yeah. And Nolene says uh, Siobhan should absolutely be giving talks, especially in <laughs> schools. I have a 13 year old who is getting dirty looks at school just because she has a little bit of hair on her body and she now feels under pressure to do something about it. The peer pressure and nastiness is not just around disabilities in inverted commas, as Nolene puts it. And uh, I can only imagine uh, what life can be like for Siobhan from time to time. Peers and pressure, it's horrendous. And they're all going around trying to pout their lips because of social media. A good dose of cop on and reality is needed for lots of people, including the young. I guess there, it's true what Noni said and all. It's just, I guess your teenage years are your most impressionable years of your life and you really haven't mentally developed in any way, shape or form. So it's all, it's, it's, it's quite normal, I guess, during that period of your life to fall down rabbit holes and to kind of want to fit into the crowd and, <clears throat> excuse me, because that's, that's primarily what I wanted to do when I was that age as well. And I guess what's changed in me is, is maturity and, and growing up and, and experiencing more in life. Mm. So it, it does change. It's, it's a difficult process, but it changes. Because, I mean, you have, I mean, you're an example of success in this respect. You found a way to navigate, haven't you? And despite mm. all uh, the challenges. Yes, but um, I didn't do it on my own. Um, my support network, my family, my friends are incredible. And whatever your support network is to you, um, that's the main thing. And for me also, seeking help. 
and this is another really taboo thing within society and I speak about it in great detail in the book is seeking help when you need it whether that's talk therapy holistic therapies whatever that is to you it's it's been completely the making the making of me and getting comfortable in my own skin right it's, uh, has been very important yes. and, and and that was a long journey oh completely like and it's 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 a it's a learning every day is a school day like I'm sitting here now but I'm still learning things about myself each and every single day like so if I was to say do I know myself today well I know myself a little bit better than I did yesterday mm. and, and Siobhan I mean the title of the book I smiled back the story nobody knows mm. did you feel for a very long time that you had to do that that you had to smile back that you had to uh, put the best side out as they might say I guess um, for me, um, people would have always seen the tough nut, um, the person that can get through anything. And with this book, I really show a sense of vulnerability, a sense of surrendering to the process. Like we do speak about in the uh, the book, uh, going through grief and the stages of going through grief with your health. So um, as you can imagine, that does take quite some time and surrendering to that process was quite difficult for me because I guess showing vulnerability for somebody like me who has had to grow up really quick it wasn't easy Mm. How are you now you know physically and indeed mentally? Um, It's a very good question Um, physically I'm I'm okay um, every every day is different. I could get good days and I can get bad days. Um, so I try and do as as much as I can and uh, on my good days and just kind of relax on my bad days. Um, I guess the most thing the thing that affects me the most at present is my my lung functioning. My lung functioning is only ten percent, and my kidney function is only ten percent. So I do think ten is my lucky number. Um, but mentally, um, I'm good. I'm I, I'm really good actually. But that's a working progress. Again, every day is different. And the one thing that I have learned throughout my time is. That with my physical ailments, everything will be monitored and looked after. I'm extremely fortunate with the medical system that I'm in. I can only speak for myself. But when it comes to your mental and emotional well-being, that is very much left up to yourself. And that's something that I really do want to advocate out there. That why is it very much left up to yourself? Do you see it, Siobhan, as a big part of your work and uh, of your contribution to society to be a strong advocate in this area? Definitely for the mental and emotional well-being because like having a, a chronic illness or a terminal illness or any illness whatsoever, I'm not even talking about having a disability, like to come to terms with something like that in your life and you're just told to go home and you're just told to well this is what you have now and and get on with it or this is the treatment you need no like nobody stops to say like like I'm looking at dialysis in the future in the near future but nobody kind of stops and says well dialysis is a life-altering uh, treatment don't get me wrong it's a life-saving treatment as well but it's a life-altering one as well so I want to my job I believe on this planet is to help and support people who are facing those kind of um, challenges down the road. 
Right. Well, you've done that job very well <laughs> this you. morning, Thank I have you. to say. So the book is uh, it's your second book, I Smiled Back, The Story Nobody Knows by Siobhan Mongovan. Is it available widely? It's being launched actually um, this Friday um, at half past five in the Clare County Council offices. So I'm really yeah. excited. And you, you have a connection there, don't you, to the Yes, I, I am. I'm actually an employee of Clare County Council. So. Right. Good. And, and I presume they've been good to you over the years. Yes, I'm telling you, the, the support has, has just been phenomenal. And I'm extremely grateful for all the support I've received. Great. Well, listen, you're always welcome in here, Siobhan. Uh, I have to say you're an inspiring guest <laughs> whenever you. we have you in. Uh, I always feel better having spoken <laughs> to you. But anyway, thank uh, you. Siobhan thank Mongovan, you. thank you very much. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.